the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Check out monorail.com, America's affordable investment app made for conservatives who want to keep their hard-earned money with companies that share their value. Download the Monorail app today. Join Monorail. Hey, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the wise and the wonderful Dennis Prager. Such an honor to be back. I appreciate Alan Estrin for inviting uh, me back. Obviously, Dennis Prager uh, and Sue. Sean McConnell is in my ear. I'm not sure who's on the phones, uh, but uh, we will. Suzette is on the phone. So thank you, Suzette, for being on the phone. It's the number to call into the program, 1-8-Prager. 776-18-Prager, 776-Dennis uh, is uh, somewhere stuck in an airport, so <laughs> so I was called in to host the show today, and I'm always honored. It's always a privilege uh, to be able to sit in for the great and the wise Dennis Prager. Again, the number to call in, 1-8-Prager, 776-1877-243-7776. Don't forget uh, to go to DennisPrager.com. That's uh, his website. Make sure you check out all of his articles that are posted every Tuesday. Also, go to PragerTopia.com. That's where you can check out his podcast without any of the interruptions. And please don't forget to support PragerU. PragerU.com, five-minute videos that are changing the world, literally. Uh, So make sure you please do that. Again, PragerU.com, PragerTopia.com, and DennisPrager.com. Uh, Guys, there's a lot that I want to get to today. I'm going to be talking about what's happening at the borders. I'm going to be talking about some of the corruption that exists uh, within the FBI. I'm going to talk about a story that's not in the news today, but I want to bring it to your attention because uh, I I think it touches on uh, some troubling issues that we have with the DOJ and the FBI. Also, Governor Ron DeSantis has done something that I think is absolutely tremendous. I want to speak on that because it speaks of states' rights and what we need to do as as you know what I was going to say as conservatives, but words matter. Uh, the word woman matters, by the way. Uh, this uh, dictionary, what is it, the Cambridge Dictionary or what have you, that uh, uh, doesn't know how to define the word anymore. But we know how to define the word. Uh, but I was going to call myself a conservative. I've recently stopped doing that, and I'm calling myself a constitutional restorationist. I do believe that uh, that words matter. Words are very important. They mean something. There's objective truth. There's a definition uh, behind every word. We know that woman, a woman is an adult female human being. uh, And don't let any dictionary change your mind on that. Make sure you purchase older dictionaries where the people still had some common sense. Uh, But I consider myself a Christian constitutional restorationist, and I happen to be black. All right. I happen to be black. I'm 
as time progresses, as I listen to Dennis Prager more, just like many of you out there, I've come to the conclusion that race isn't uh, important. I used to think that race was semi-important, although I wasn't a racist. I just thought that, hey, listen, God, like variety, it's cool to see different people. I can't back that back that up biblically. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. So I'm starting to realize as time goes on, as I get older, as I get a little wiser myself, uh, Dennis Prager is absolutely right. Color does not matter whatsoever, whatsoever. But now I consider us constitutional restorationists. That's what we are. I think Dennis Prager is uh, is, uh, the wisest talk show host on on radio. And I think he offers a recipe, whether it's with PragerU, whether it's with his columns, on how to restore America. And that is our Judeo-Christian value system. Obviously, he's written books on the Torah that break down the logic of the Torah. Make sure you uh, you purchase those books. I'm not here to sell you on Dennis Prager. I'm here to sell you on the United States of America. Actually, I am here to sell you on Dennis Prager because he is a hero of mine. And I think he's contributing to saving this country. And I think he's doing a wonderful job of it. But I want to talk to you about a government that's no longer up for and by the people. I want to talk to you about a government uh, that actually it's 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 no longer a government. We we've become slaves to an institution. Uh, We are no longer it's no longer we the people. We don't control the government. Now we have these institutions. We become a government that's, I guess, of for and by the institutions where these bureaucracies circumvent the will of the people, circumvent you and I. And I think that's the greatest threat to America, the greatest threat to America in a sense, or one of the greater threats to America is this bureaucratic state, this administrative state that the left is setting up. And they're doing a wonderful job of doing so. Uh, Unfortunately, the only thing that stands between the left destroying the United States totally, and in my opinion, a civil or even a revolutionary style war, and I pray to God that it never comes to that point, uh, is the Republican Party. And uh, you guys know the last time that I was on uh, Dennis's show, I was pretty harsh when it came to the Republican Party. Uh, nonetheless, I trust you guys. I trust those of you that are in the listening audience. And I trust that you will continue to fight for this country. I trust that you will continue to uh, keep your head on a swivel, to stay alert, to call your senators, to call your congressmen. You can do you can be an activist by the day uh, uh, today. As a matter of fact, I want to give you a number. And I want you guys to write this down. I'm going to encourage you guys as I get this opportunity to sit in for Dennis Prager today to become an activist. Uh, and you don't have to do anything major. This isn't going to uh, this isn't going to force you to go anywhere. Uh, this isn't going to force you to do anything crazy. I simply want you to make a phone call and I want you to make your voices heard. If you're people that love this country, let me give you this number and I want you to write it down. As a matter of fact, I want you to save it in your phones because I want you to use it a lot in the next couple of years leading up to the 2024 election. By the way, we're going to get into an announcement that Donald Trump made, and I'm not talking about the non-fungible tokens or uh, or, or what have you. Those are uh, That's not important. He talked about free speech. That's what's important. We'll talk about that. But the number that I want to give you, you guys ready? I want you to write it down because you're going to become activists today because the only way that we're going to save this country is if you and I go beyond speaking uh, to doing. And that number is 202. 202- Two two four three one two one two zero two 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 four 
3121. Carl, what is this number you've just given me? I've just given you the switchboard number to Washington, D.C. I want you to call your senators. I want you to call your congressmen. And I want you to tell them that this omnibus bill should not pass. I want you to speak respectfully, but I want you to be forceful. And I want you to let them know that you're going to be calling frequently and that you're going to be paying attention. Guys, we are the best hope for America. America is the best country that God has given man. If we don't stand up for it, no one else will. Do you think the left is going to save America? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do you think those that are complacent are going to save America? Those that just sit on their duff, if you will, and don't get involved politically until two weeks before the election, do you think they're going to save America? Absolutely not. It's going to be the people that, like you and I, that sit in uh, uh, that sit and listen to shows like the Dennis Prager show and the rest of my colleagues here on Salem Media. It's going to be us. It's going to be us that saves the country. Again, this is a country that is up for and by the people. Guys, I want to tell you that our institutions are being taken over. And this is something that we have to stop. We can't let the FBI and the DOJ run the run the country. We can't let the Bureau of Land Management run the country. We can't let the CDC, the NIH, and the NIAID run the country. And again, remember, I'm telling you uh, later in the show, I'm not sure either in the second or third hour, I'm going to talk about something that Governor Ron DeSantis is doing that I think is very smart. And it's a Tenth Amendment issue. Uh, and this is going to be uncomfortable for a lot of conservatives because we have to get used to wielding the power of government when we do have power in order to turn this country around. We got to stop pretending like we playing on this. Uh, the Constitution is, is our referee in the game of freedom. I say that all the time on my local radio sto- show on AM 950, The Answer, or com, or on my podcast, SalemPodcastNetwork.com, the Carl Jackson Show.com. Please subscribe to my podcast and follow me on social media, The Carl Jackson Show. But the Constitution is our referee in the game of freedom. But right now we have a left, Democratic left, that are playing outside of the Constitution. And we still have conservatives that are trying to play, play by the rules. I know this is counterintuitive. This is not who we are. Those of us are that are people of faith, those of us that just adore our Constitution, those of us that respect our founders, regardless of some of their beliefs or whatever, they've created the greatest system that God has ever given man by submitting, I believe, to a higher authority, in my opinion, is Jesus Christ. They created the greatest country ever. But these institutions are trying to take them away. These institutions, this administrative state, this federal government, led by Joseph R. Biden, is trying to ruin all of that, trying to upend all of that. Now, I know that he's there's some puppets behind the scene. I totally get it. I totally get it. But he's still there and we've still got work to do. I want to remind you that our FBI, I hate to say this. I hate to say this, but our FBI is corrupt as all get out. And it may not be those in the lower echelon. It may not be the rank and file. However, I do have to question how many rank and file can sit there and allow this FBI to become so corrupted at the top without speaking out. More whistleblowers are starting to pop up. But I'll just I'll recall several things. The FISA warrants. I just want to build the case. The FBI misled Congress. They misled DOJ leaders. They misled Donald Trump. They lied to you about Michael Flynn. They lied to you about Andrew McCabe. I can go on and on and on. Oh, and by the way, who killed Seth Rich? I think it's worth talking about. We're going to talk about that next. This is Carl Jackson in for the wise and the great Dennis Prager. We'll be back.
History repeats itself, and we're seeing that play out with inflation. When Jimmy Carter took office in the late 70s, gold sold for $140 an ounce. By 1980, the price of gold topped out at $870 an ounce. If today's market performs like it did when Carter was in office, the price of gold could skyrocket from $1,800 an ounce to $9,300 an ounce. This is Dennis Prager for AmFed Coin and Bullion. Don't miss out on a great opportunity to purchase precious metals while the prices are still stable. If history repeats itself, we'll see a run on gold, silver, and platinum that will certainly drive up prices. Be smart and buy now, as I am. At AmFed, you're dealing with specialists who provide you with personalized attention, honest information, and sound advice. You'll never be pressured into buying outrageously priced so-called collectible coins or anything that you don't need. Take advantage of today's prices. AmFed Coin and Bullion, 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the great and the wise Dennis Prager. The number to call in, once again, is 1-8-Prager-776. That number is 1-8-Prager-776. Or you can call in toll-free, 1-877-243-7776. Guys, I love the Christmas season. I'm going to be talking to you about Angel Tree shortly here. But I absolutely love the Christmas season. I was, I got to listen to some of Dennis's Prager, uh, Prager showed the other day, and he was talking about uh, Christmas lights and and uh, and many people that have or adorn their homes with Christmas lights, and uh, there's not as many, and how joyful it is for people around, neighbors or people that drive through to watch and to see and observe Christmas lights. There's something about tradition. There's something about the joy of the holiday of Christmas. And there was an interesting caller that uh, called in that theorized that, uh, you know, a lot of people, since they've kind of fallen away from God, uh, um, if you will, my words, not the callers, but I'm paraphrasing. Uh, they they have blown up the Halloween season where they they go crazy cuckoo for cocoa puffs when it comes to Halloween lights, but not necessarily for uh, Christmas lights anymore. And I think there's a I, I think there's some truth to that that theory. And uh, man, I, I absolutely love Christmas. There's a particular house uh, just as of maybe a year or two ago. Uh, in the Orlando area that people have known for maybe 20 or 30 years, as long as I can recall, as long as I've lived here, where people would visit this one particular home that wasn't too far from me. Maybe it was actually just a few blocks from me at one point in time. I moved a little further away. So now it's just a few miles from me. But nonetheless, people would travel to this home and they would they would I mean, I'm talking about you would go to this one it wasn't the most it's not a rich neighborhood by any stretch of the imagination, a blue collar neighborhood right next to an elementary school. But this house would be so adorned with lights. You could see it from the street. I mean, from the highway and people would travel. People would talk about it on local radio to go see this. Uh, and, and it was a tradition. And I would always wonder if people decorated their homes anymore or if they just enjoyed, you know, they just wanted to uh, kind of. Uh, I, I don't know, grab on to this guy's sense of traditionalism. Uh, sadly, he fell uh, he fell sick and so uh, and ended up moving. Uh, so it's no longer done. But for decades, people would go to this house and I adore the Christmas season. I absolutely love it. I hope you're looking forward to a wonderful Christmas season or Hanukkah for those of you that might be Jewish out there. I don't celebrate Kwanzaa. Everybody forgets Kwanzaa exists until social justice warrior brings it up. It's just like the WNBA. So I don't celebrate. I don't 
celebrate Kwanzaa. I'm sorry. Everybody, everybody knows that's true. Nobody, black people don't even remember it until they go to the store and they see some somebody that's trying to sell them on it. And they're like, oh, yeah, Kwanzaa. I mean, it's just a social justice ploy, uh, another way to get money. Uh, that's all it is. Another way to divide people and, you know, keep people mad at each other. I believe that's what Kwanzaa is. But let me talk to you real quick about Angel Tree. And again, if you want to call in. 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. I see some of you are calling in now. I'll get to you as soon as I possibly can. But let me talk to you about Angel Tree. All right, so we're getting down to the wire. Christmas is just nine days away, so I want to urge you to support Dennis's Angel Tree campaign to bless some of the thousands of children who have a mom or dad in prison so they can still experience the joy of Christmas thanks to our friends at Prison Fellowship. Angel Tree is one of the most impactful programs anywhere, and that's proven by one of our own Salem Radio Network callers named Tim. He phoned in to say that he acted as a foster father for the daughter of a relative who was incarcerated. Tim says the holidays were always tough. But during the time he was in prison, his daughter would look forward every year to a Christmas present under the tree provided by Angel Tree Campaign. And every year while he was incarcerated, he had a gift under the tree. I can't tell you what that means for that little girl and how it made her feel to have a, just something under the tree from him expressing his feelings. All right. Yes, we can break that cycle of pain while also making sure that children are not punished for the misdeeds of a parent in prison. That's where you come in. I'm asking you to open your heart and your wallet and please go to DennisPrager.com. Click on that angel tree banner for a donation of just 25 bucks. You can literally change the life of a child this Christmas or for 125 bucks, you can bless five children of prisoners with a special Christmas gift, a personal note from their incarcerated mom or dad, and access to a new Bible in English or Spanish. Again, Christmas is only nine days away from today, so please go to DennisPrager.com or you can call in at 888-206-2801 to make your angel tree gift right now. And God bless you for doing that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay. Okay. So I was talking about before the break how we become a government that's up for and by the institutions. And I, I believe this is what, this is why we have the, the crisis, uh, the, the crisis on the border in part. Yes, we have a senile old man that's in the White House that wants to be the greatest thing since Woodrow Wilson and FDR. I, I, I completely get it. But one of the ways in which they've done it is they've put, they've put the American dream out of reach. How did the, how is the left succeeding at putting the American dream out of reach? They're succeeding at putting the American dream out of reach by putting the institutions institutions in charge where the goal is to make you feel more and more helpless and that's exactly how we're how we're feeling we look at the economy we look at uh stack it, it, listen stagflation i think is what we're going into inflation is here to stay you got the white house patting their back you know that inflation is kind of flattening out so to speak you got more kids from the age and i say kids but younger people from the age of 18 to 30 i think i heard correct me if i'm wrong callers uh, that have uh, decided to stay home right they've got all this money from the uh from covid but they can't afford to go out and get their their own place or can't afford to keep their place in this this housing market the goal is to make americans feel helpless 
The goal is to make us feel as though we can't do anything. Why? Because we'll eventually submit to the power of central government, to the power of the federal government. Guys, I want to take you back, and I'm going to talk about Seth Rich. This isn't a topic I'm sure you were thinking you'd hear today, but there's been more news about Seth Rich, and I got to tell you, even JFK, we all thought, it, I saw Tucker Carlson did a piece on this, his opening mon- monologue, if I recall correctly, last night. If JFK, guys, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm one of these people, I'm one of these former conservatives, now a constitutional restorationist, that would... Sit around and say, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about any of the nutty stuff. I just want to deal with the issues. I was the stick to the issues crowd. You know, one of Rush Limbaugh's old listeners, stick to the issues. You know, that was the guy that I was until we started seeing how the left and inside that existed inside of the deep state. Yeah, a term that I didn't use just a few years ago because I thought it sounded so wacky. And now because I I thank God for Donald Trump, because were it not for Donald Trump, I don't think we would know how 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 messed up our federal government is. But again, man, I didn't even get to it. But when I get back, I'm going to talk about the FISA warrants, the things that started it off, the Russia collusion hoax. I'm going to talk about Seth Rich. Guys, we've got to take our country back by taking our government back. It's got to be we the people, not the institution. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in. Uh, for Dennis Prager, the wise of the great Dennis Prager, uh, such an honor to be to sit behind his microphone. By the way, I'll be in, be in for the Officer Tatum as well tonight, so please uh, check out the Officer Tatum show as well uh, this evening. Uh, but I want to talk about these institutions and Don and Thomas and Martha and another Don uh, that's in California. I see you out there, and I will get to your calls. I promise. The number to call in one eight Prager seven seven six one eight Prager seven seven six. So, what happened with Seth Rich? What happened with Seth Rich? Carl, why are you talking about this stuff? These, uh, this is insane. Let's not go baddie. Let's not go silly. Guys, I want you to understand. Again, I can't express this enough. Um, we, we are run by an administrative state at this point. We are in a post-constitutional America. And I still think a lot of conservatives are having a hard time grasping this. We're still trying to fight battles. And I do it myself. I do it myself. We're still trying to fight battles as if we're fighting against a left, a Democratic left that um, that love this country, that want to uphold the Constitution, that are going to that are going to abide by the rules. There was I did a podcast last week. Please, again, subscribe to my podcast, uh, Salem Podcast Network dot com, the Carl Jackson show dot com, breaking down what really happened in the Herschel Walker race. There's this there's this narrative going around and frankly, from Republicans and Democrats alike and what I would call the Democratic left alike that Herschel Walker lost because he was a bad candidate. And I'm not saying that Herschel Walker was a great candidate. I don't believe he was, but I'm not one that gets all hyped up into personalities. I want to know what you're going to do legislatively. I want, I want to know what you're going to do as far as deregulation is concerned. I don't like more regulation. I don't want these bureaucratic arms of the government to get any stronger or any larger than they already uh, already are. But there was a there was this myth going around, and it's still going around. And uh, again, I would say by I won't say by rhinos, but Republicans that don't get it, and by the Democratic left that Herschel 
Walker lost because he was a bad candidate when, as a matter of fact, he lost because he was outspent three to one. He lost because the left had an amazing ground game in the runoff season and the Republican Party still had not learned their lesson. I mean, uh, Warnock raised 126 something million by outside, uh, outside influences as well as people within the Georgia area. I really wonder how much SBF played a part in that, don't you? How many elections did we lose because SBF helped fund them? Isn't that a wonderful question? I'd love you'd love to know the answer of. We'll never know the answer to that, but I know that Raphael Warnock raised over 120 million compared to Herschel Walker that raised right over 40 million. I know that the Democratic left was so focused, they weren't even concerned about Brian Kemp as much as you would love to think. They it, There became a point where they realized that Stacey Abrams, uh, she lost a few years back and she had lost again. They had already they had already realized that that was going to happen. They focused on the Senate and that's the story that isn't being told. Uh, so the Democratic left and six organizations, they knocked on four million doors. They collected data and, uh, and they targeted Democrats that don't typically vote in midterms and they... And and, and, and they and, and they wiped our butts clean. They spent money wisely on advertisements, on getting out the vote when the RNC was virtually nowhere to be found. You had Brian Kemp that had to lead, uh, lend part of his team to Herschel Walker to try to get him over the hump. But once he didn't win on Election Day, he simply wasn't going to win because the Democratic left had focused on that race. So what the... What the left, the Democratic left and the Republicans that don't get it want you to believe is that we have a candidate issue. And I'm here to tell you that we are now operating outside of the bounds of the Constitution. And if you don't understand that by now, you will not be effective in saving this nation. If you don't get it, you will not be effective in saving this nation, restoring this nation to constitutional principles. I sound like George W. Bush. I hate to say that. But you know what he said about capitalism? All right, now that was totally wrong. That was totally stupid. That was totally insane. But we're going to have to operate sometimes outside of the constitutional bounds, if you will, in order to restore this nation. And Republicans better grasp that very, very quickly or we are going to lose this nation. FISA warrants. In the summer of 2016, the FBI bureaucrats launched a deep state operation known as Crossfire Hurricane to thwart then-candidate Trump's presidential ambitions. It began by targeting Trump campaign foreign policy advisor George Papadopoulos and quickly branched out as bureaucrats expanded their surve- uh, surveillance. The spy agency used the FARA, the uh, Foreign Agents Registration Act, as a legal pretext to investigate and spy on Papadopoulos. Guys, I've got more to this. I'm going to build this up because we're going to get into this Seth Rich case. This is very important. Then we're going to talk about the borders. Then we'll talk about COVID. This is Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. We'll be back in a few. My Pillow is excited to bring you their biggest betting sale ever and just in time for Christmas. For a limited time, get the Giza Dream Bed Sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98, and rejuvenate your bed with a My Pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts of the year happening now. They're also extending their money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code PRAGER, or call 800-761-6302. You'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow betting products. 
including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98, and get all your shopping done now while quantities last. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776, or 1-877-243-7776. And I just want to remind you to check out DennisPrager.com, where you can check out uh, Dennis's columns every Tuesday. Also, PragerTopia.com, you can listen to the show without all of the interruptions. That's where you go to get the podcast, PragerTopia.com. Also, PragerU.com, PragerU.com. Five-minute videos that are changing the world. Let me say this real quick because I do want to respond to Thomas. I thought about this and I was like, ah, maybe I should, yeah, maybe I should just let this ride. And I love, I love Thomas, and I love what Thomas had to say. I think the left is winning, and I think Thomas's call is emblematic of that. See what I wanted to talk about when it comes to DeSantis, and what I am going to talk about is what DeSantis is doing for states' rights, and my argument is going to be what DeSantis is doing for the state. DeSantis hasn't announced yet. Obviously, there are polls that have been conducted and all of this. I don't know if he's going to run or not. I don't I, I don't know. Here's what I would say about Trump. I, I love what Trump did when he was in office. I'm not a big personality guy. I'm a nerd. I love the sexiest thing that Trump did to me was the deregulation. That's what let me know that he was the real deal Holyfield. I don't get into all of the personality traits. It's, it, it's, it's, it's just not me. I would hope that wiser people would come around Trump so that he doesn't let a Nick Fuentes around and all that kind of stuff. I think that he has to act presidential in that sense where I think he has to be guarded and he has to talk when he talks. He ha- It has to be about policy, which he did yesterday. And I think that was a good thing uh, because it's going to be a long, tenuous road. But I want to go back to something Thomas said, and I just want to make some common sense of this because I want you to understand how the left is still winning uh, when they divide us. And they want to make this a Trump. They want to make this a Trump versus DeSantis leading into 2024. Guys, I'm going to tell you straight up, Trump, neither DeSantis are going to win if we don't get this ballot issue straight. I don't I, I don't care what you do. I Let me be the one on record to say it. I don't care how much you love Trump. I don't care how much you love DeSantis. If we don't get this ballot thing rectified, meaning meaning this, if you live in a state where ballot harvesting is a thing and it's legal, you better ballot harvest your butt off like California did to win some seats. If you live in a state where, like in Florida now, we have a supermajority in the legislature, I think DeSantis needs to do some work. I think we need to go back to absentee uh, absentee voting. I think we need election day, or at least to minimize election season. But I'm, one, I'm talking about states' rights. But if we get into this Trump versus DeSantis, listen, if they get in, if, if, if DeSantis gets in, there's going to be a primary. If DeSantis gets in and you love Trump, guess what? Work your butt off for Trump. I, I, I'm not one for throwing stones at Trump because I think he did a lot of great things for America. And I think he can still do a lot of great things for America. I know some people will disagree with me, but I just want to br- draw attention to the caller called in Thomas. And I love Thomas. I remember Thomas calling in uh, previously. I, I, I love Thomas. He mentioned the vaccines. 
Guys, I've been reading Slate. I've been reading Vox. I've been reading far left wing sites. You know what they all know is Trump's weakness? He promoted the vaccines. So if you're going to call and say vaccines, 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 I want you to understand when you start reading left wing columns, that's what they intend to Trump uh, attack Trump with because he promoted them. You notice Donald Trump doesn't talk about the vaccines anymore. So don't destroy one governor. And refuse to talk about it with Trump. Listen, I think Trump did the best he could do with the information that he was given. I think there was a deep state surrounding him that wanted to sabotage him. But let's not fall for the left's games. You better support your governor, your state senator, your state representatives. You better fight alongside of them. Or if they're Republicans in name only or Republicans that don't get it, you better fight to make sure they get out of office. But what we shouldn't do is destroy one of the best governors in the United States because we want Trump for president. I don't understand why this is such an issue. If you want Trump to be president, make sure, make sure you fight for him in the primaries. But that doesn't mean we need to down, I mean, to totally dismiss a governor that's doing great work. So some doctors still are promoting vaccines. Um, Latipo is an amazing doctor. He'll say, all right, for elderly people, they were effective. He's part of it. Dr. J. Bhattacharya, part of the Barrington Declaration. Are you telling me he's a bad doctor? A guy that stood up to persecution? I mean, this is absolutely insane. I I felt like I needed to address that. And then I'm going to address what Governor DeSantis did earlier. And I'm speaking of Governor DeSantis as a governor. Right now, he isn't in the competition. Trump is the only person in the competition. All right. So just so you know how I think in my framework. But if you're saying that states shouldn't copy what DeSantis is doing, uh, guys, This is getting a little bit insane. I want you to understand this, too. I want you to go back and I want you to read the Bible, the, the Bible. I want you to read the story of Moses. I want you to read the story of Joshua. It's possible that with Trump DeSantis, we're seeing that. I want you to read the story of King Saul. And I want you to read the story of King David. See, I'm sorry. I love politics, but I'm a Christian first. And I think Judeo-Christian values and I think God and the Bible, I think they trump DeSantis and I think they trump Trump, frankly. And I think there is a bunch of lessons that you can derive from the Bible and you can see it playing out in everyday life. And I think we could possibly see this when it comes to Trump DeSantis, although I hope that's not what we're seeing. But I just want to brace you guys. Don't fall for everything. I understand some doctors still recommend the vaccine. Totally get it. You know what? There's good doctors that still uh, uh, recommend the vaccine. I think it's stupid to do so. My concern is whether or not the bureaucratic state are forcing you to take the vaccines. That's the issue. I'm not going to conflate the two. All right, let's go to a call real quick, and then I want to get on to Seth Rich. Uh, Let's go to Don, because Don has been waiting for some time. Don in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Carl, I've been waiting, uh, but, you know, I like listening to you. You got a lot to say, um, and I like you. You're one of the good Thank ones. You. Thank um, you. You know, so Trump made this big announcement. I, I was so excited for it. And he comes out and says he has the, the NMTs, the trading cards. Man, and I got one for everyone in my family. 
I didn't know what to get him for Christmas. Merry Christmas, by the way. You can't say that no more. Merry Christmas, uh, Carl. Um, but I got those, and then, but then I see if you buy forty-five of them, that's like five thousand dollars. You get a chance to eat dinner with Mr. President Trump. And so I already bought mine, but I'm hoping if I buy more, it'll add up to the total, and then I get entered. But well, listen, do you, listen, Don. Do you like those? Don, I appreciate I, Don. Don in Buffalo, New York. I appreciate the call. Uh, the 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 uh, announcement that Trump made yesterday, that Trump made yesterday, was about free speech. And that's what's very important. I want to get on to this. I'm not I'm sorry. I'm not dealing with any other calls on the non-fungible trading cards or any of that nonsense. Uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka dealt with this and he dealt with it well yesterday on his show. I'm sure he'll deal with it again at some point in time. But uh, he personally called Donald Trump's staff um, and uh, he was upset about the timing of things. This was Donald Trump's business partner that made that decision. All right, so uh, that's it for for that. I'm going to deal with free speech, and I'm going to deal uh, deal with the the issues that matter. Uh, you can call here, and you can try to demean Trump based on you know some business decision and bad timing, in my opinion, that his partner made. I want to talk about the issues that are going to save the country. The issues that are going to save the country and Donald Trump gave a speech regarding free speech and that will actually save the country. Let me go back real quick and I promise I'll get to you other callers uh, soon. I see Brent uh, uh, in L.A. I see Don. I see Robert. I see Mike. I will get to you as soon as possible. I'll see another Don in Arizona. I see Marion. Uh, I will get to you as quickly as I can here. But just let me let me build up for this case for Seth Rich and why we can't trust our our institutions. Andrew McCabe, former FBI director Andrew McCabe, was fired from his top role at the Bureau for lying to the agency inspector general four times over multiple abuses during his tenure and leadership. Clinton emails the FBI repeatedly told journalists there was no evidence that a foreign power had reviewed Clinton's emails that she improperly handled on a private server. Yeah, we really believe that. This according to an inspector general report in 2018. However, texts show that almost certainly uh, certainly did. At least one of them were classified as Federalist senior editor David Harsani wrote about. Uh, the uh, the Wiener laptop in 2018, Comey told lawmakers over the course of the investigation into Clinton's emails that the agency officials thoroughly reviewed the laptop. We'll be back. I'd like to introduce you to Monorail, America's investment app that takes you from where you are to where you want to be. Monorail is an investment and savings app that is made for patriots by patriots. Doesn't matter whether you're an Apple fan or if you prefer Android, Monorail is available in both environments and online at monorail.com. Monorail is safer for users with bank-level encryption and biometrics. Your money is protected with Monorail through Securities Investor Protection Corporation and the FDIC. No matter how you engage with Monorail, you're getting the security and safety that you need. Whether you're adding funds to your investment account, looking to buy a stock, or putting money aside for future purchases. With Monorail, you can put your money where it matters and utilize the economic power that built this country. Don't go somewhere else to trade stocks. Monorail gives you the freedom to purchase whole or fractional shares in companies you believe in. It only takes five minutes to download the app and set up. Join the pro-America money movement. Join Monorail.
All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. Man, I love this song. Pure talk. Tired of overpaying woke wireless companies? How about this? Get talk, text, and blazing fast data for just $30 a month. Yeah, on the same network, the same towers, with the same coverage as the other guys, but for half the price. Merry Christmas. Happy <laughs> happy Hanukkah. Hallelujah. Friends, this is great news. You can start saving today without having to sacrifice on coverage. How do I know? Uh, uh, Dennis is a customer. Plus, listen to all the other benefits you get. A U.S.-based customer service team to make your switch even easier. You're supporting a veteran-owned business. And here's the best part. When you, buy, when you dial, I'm sorry, pound 250 today and say Dennis Prager, you'll save an additional 50%. Wow. Off your first month. Switch to a company who shares your values. Dial pound 250, say Dennis Prager, and make the switch to Pure Talk in as little as 10 minutes. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. And welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. Please follow me online, thecarljacksonshow.com, salempodcastnetwork.com if you want to get my podcast also just follow me social media the carl jackson show that's the word the in front the carl jackson show all right so here was the important announcement uh, that trump talked about yesterday and actually what he did what trump is very good at is reading um it's reading people it's reading people reading the culture and see what's going on i think i do think desantis has this trait as well yes i know that trump was the one for all of you that want to call in well trump is the one that discovered him and so on yeah i i get that i know but trump didn't give him his god-given abilities all right so let please let's 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 mature a little bit it's freaking insane it's it, it, it's crazy where some of us on the right go with this stuff we do we do so much infighting. We make it so much easier for the left to be able to defeat us. I'm telling you, it's going to be a ballot. It's going to be a ballot battle. What is going to matter in the primary is is the quality of the candidate. There's no doubt about it. I think Donald Trump does have an advantage because he can say been there, done that. Not to mention he has Arden Trump supporters all over the place that will help him win the primary. Uh, and, and I think he can do the job. But do I think he needs to grow? Do I think he needs to message better? Heck, yes, I do. And if you say otherwise, you're lying to yourself. And I don't think you're doing Donald Trump any favors, uh, to be frank and to be honest with you. I think that's insane. Everybody, no one's Jesus. All right. So everybody can grow a little bit. All right. So let's let's just make that clear. But also, I want to say this. I think he did something very good yesterday. yesterday. And I'm not talking about the coins. Here's what he did. Here's what he said he would like to do. And it was all dealing with free speech. He wants to issue an executive order to bar federal agencies from working with companies or individuals. And I totally agree with that. So, again, issue an executive order to bar federal agencies from working with companies or individuals to censor, to limit, to categorize or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. Right. Because we don't want the we're not a government of for and by the institutions. We're a government that are up for and by the people and free speech. It's very important that we talk about this. I've done literally everything that he's mentioned here. I'll be honest with you, was mentioned in a 
I did a podcast on this literally almost a year ago when you had people at the Federalist as well as the Heritage Foundation talking about these things. So it's very smart for Trump to jump onto this bandwagon and say these are the things that we need to address because you have culture warriors that exist in places like uh, the Heritage Foundation, like the Federalist, like AM Greatness that are spitting out great ideas. And I think it's Trump Trump's way of staying in touch with the people, not to mention that this guy has been abused by the deep state more than I think any president in and certainly in our lifetimes and, and possibly and probably likely in U.S. history. It's insane how they've gone after this guy, which proves to me he's got some work to do. They're scared of this, which makes me like Trump. I cannot lie to you. You know that they are scared of him. All right. Now, the, another thing that he did, he further said he wanted to ban uh, the use of federal funds to label lawful speech as misinformation or disinformation. Uh, and that is obviously smart. Again, we don't want the federal government involved in curtailing free speech. Number three, the former com- or to the best of our uh, uh, the best of our ability. Right. The former commander in chief, Trump, also said he would pursue investigations and possible prosecutions of federal employees that are involved in censorship efforts. I got to tell you, I think this will ensure that there's a deeper deep state and a lot of covering up going on. Uh, but he's absolutely right. To do this, I don't think federal employees should be involved in censorship efforts whatsoever. Then he called on House Republicans to send preservation letters to the Biden administration, the Biden campaign and big tech firms as well, calling on them to maintain possible evidence of censorship. Guys, uh, you do realize you do realize we're not for big tech censorship. It is likely that Trump would still, in my opinion, it is likely that Donald Trump would still be the president of the United States today. And the FBI and the bigger story isn't just big. Te- Actually, let me take that back. That, the, it isn't just that big, big tech censorship was the issue. The issue was, and we heard Mark Zuckerberg say it on Joe Rogan's podcast. The issue was the FBI came to Facebook. We now know they also went to Twitter execs and said, this is what we want you to do. That is corruption. Like, I, 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 I can. It, it is hard to fathom. It is hard to fathom, but that is corruption beyond. I mean, it's just insane. He also wants to he also in his speech took aim at universities and nonprofits, suggesting they should be made ineligible to receive federal funding if found to engage in any array of censorship practices. I got to be honest with you. I've been talking about this for years, for years. Here's a quote from. The former president, the fight for free speech is a matter of victory or death uh, for America. By restoring free speech, we will begin to reclaim our democracy and save our nation. That is the real story of yesterday. I hate that it got uh, uh, I I hate that it got, uh, you know, the non fungible tokens got in the way of the real speech. But that is the real speech. That is the real uh, topic of yesterday that Trump spoke about that I thought was very important. Free speech matters. If we don't get free speech back, we're done. I'm going to go to you in just a second here, callers. Sean, how much time do we have before the break here? Okay, so the Wiener laptop, that's another one. Uh, Roger Stone is another one. The FBI went under uh, uh, – uh, after Roger Stone under false pretenses, the January 6th Capitol riot. You guys know, as a matter of fact, about 800 people uh, related to the uh, the January 6th mostly peaceful protest were uh, were arrested and charged 
uh, because they said Kamala Harris was in the building. Later to find out the DOJ uh, was forced to admit that Harris wasn't in the building for most of of the day on January 6th. And whatever happened to that pipe bomber? No worries. Laptop story, guys. I on and on and on, but I want to get to Seth. Rich. All of that to say that we cannot trust our institutions anymore. We simply cannot. Here's the summary: The FBI was ordered by a federal judge in September to produce information from murdered DNC staffer Seth Rich. Last top, the bureau requested that the court reverse its order, failing that the FBI wants a lifetime to produce the information. They want Seth Rich to become like the JFK documents. A lifetime to discover what happened to Seth Rich? Guys, there's something fishy going on, and we'll talk about it next. Although it has been coming on the same day each year, there should be one more day it could appear. Now, isn't it a shame that Christmas comes but once a year? Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in uh, for Dennis Prager. Hey, let me tell you about the Dennis and Julie podcast on SalemPodcastNetwork.com. The Dennis and Julie podcast airs every Tuesday. Uh, Their latest is 40 Cosmic Significance. Dennis and uh, and Julie delve into the relevance of religion in society. Uh, Why read the Bible? Not for facts, but for wisdom. Younger generations and the left tend to believe in science. Out the Julie podcast at the Salem Podcast Network dot com to check out their latest episode. And uh, Julie also has her own show, Timeless, right on Salem News Channel. So you can check that out as well. Uh, that is uh, Julie Hartman, but also again the Dennis and Julie podcast on the Salem Podcast Network dot com. Uh, and if you scroll up or down, I'm not sure which, you will see this extremely handsome, extremely smart black guy that's on there. Uh, some guy by the name of Carl Jackson. You can check that out as well. The Carl Jackson Show dot com, Salem Podcast Network dot com. Let me take a couple of calls real quick, and I want to dive into uh, Seth Rich. I want to dive into what's happening on the border uh, real uh, real quick before I go to. Robert that's in Bloomingdale, Illinois. Let me just update you on what's happening with Twitter. So the EU is threatening to sanction Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk Twitter over temporary suspension of a some establishment media journalists had to, to Breitbart. The EU has threatened to levy sanctions against Musk. Uh, uh, Twitter following the suspension of several establishment media journalists over allegedly sharing private location of Elon Musk, his jet. On Thursday evening, Twitter suspended journalists from CNN, uh, Mashable, the New York Times, the Washington Post, Vox, and former MSNBC host and straight up nutcase, in my opinion, Keith Olbermann, uh, for alleged violations of the platform's updated terms of service on doxing or the exposing of private details such as as location or address on the internet. I'm totally in agreement with this. Uh, you don't see people on the right asking for people on the left to be doxxed, asking for people to be censored on Twitter. That's not what we want. We want a healthy and robust debate. We want to be able to go back and forth. The left is into violence. They have Antifa. They have the mob that is known as Black Lives Matter. It is them that incite violence. It is them, the left, that perpetuate violence. And Elon Musk knows this. As a matter of fact, I would hope 
that more red state governors, including Ron DeSantis, I'm not sure if this exists out here or not. I know in the state of Florida, if people riot out here, we can literally defend ourselves. I love that. Thank God for a state that believes in 2A rights. But this doxing stuff has got to stop. So I'm in total agreement with that. And I hope that as people are starting to fall in love with free speech again on Twitter, I hope they'll start to embrace privacy as well. Uh, That is something that we need to bring back in style. I know it's really hard when it comes to having these phones that track us everywhere, uh, but it's something that needs to come back, in my opinion. All right, let's take a call. Let's go to Robert. Robert has been waiting for some time. Robert is in Bloomingdale, Illinois. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show, Robert. You've got the mic. Merry Christmas, Carl, and we listen to you all the time. You're doing great. Thank you. Appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you, too. The reason I was calling is the state of the uh, freedom of speech, which I see is going down a rabbit hole fast. I read today that uh, that, uh, the Congress passed a law that's going to stop TikTok from being in the U.S. So what's going to be next? Facebook is going to be next. Twitter is going to be next. Your show, me calling in. The radicals don't get it, but I just hope the Republican Party does and say that we can get this thing going in the right direction. What do you think? It's sad. Hey, listen, Robert, I I really appreciate that call and you make some good points. I'm going to tell you why I split ways with you only when it comes to TikTok. So we'll be back and I'll talk about that. But you make an excellent point and we should address it. We'll be back. Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. Like an old fashioned Christmas. The night before it starts gay. Some folks are celebrating while others decorating the ornaments. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. Sean keeps playing this music. He is going to have to take me Christmas shopping. I just want to spend money when I hear this. Hear this this music. It's insane, but I love Christmas. Love it. I love this time of year. I hope every single one of you uh, listening to this program within earshot. I hope that you have a very very Merry Christmas. Do not be ashamed to say Merry Christmas. Do not be ashamed to say Happy Hanukkah. This is a Judeo-Christian nation. Uh, people are spoiled in this nation. They don't realize how good they have it. Uh, we can help remind them and we can help them to feel festive. Anytime people say to me, uh, whether I'm in a store, wherever I may be, uh, they'll say, you know, Happy Holidays or whatever. Now, listen, I know I know the semantics. I know holidays, holy days. I I get it. I get it. But I make sure that I say, hey, you have a merry Christmas. Keep saying it. Don't let a lot of these people are just they're they're just obeying, if you will. They're employers or uh, they've been, uh, you know, silenced or self-censored by these social justice warriors in our society. Uh, But just let them know that it is okay to say Merry Christmas. It is okay to say Happy Hanukkah. And I'm always it's almost laughable that all these people that will try to knock Christmas will try to knock Hanukkah, but somehow they'll try to create their own little versions of it. It, it. It's amazing to me, man. You live in America. This is this is a Judeo-Christian nation. This is the greatest nation God has ever given man. Uh, despite our past, listen, we're still uh, we're still the greatest nation uh, that God has ever given man. And we, we the the fact that we've matured in such a short period of time, thanks to our Constitution, thanks to the amendment process. 
listen, there's no better place to be. Even despite the fact that we have a a, a, a Joe Biden in the White House, there's still no better place to be. We still have an opportunity to fight. Just some quick headlines with mass mandate gone, flight turbulence stats improve markedly. I don't know why that is. I suspect that people aren't getting all crazy and hot and bothered anymore when it comes to the mass mandates, even though they want to bring them back in some places in the country. It just says, let me just read this uh, quickly because it was really intriguing to me. The friendly skies too often resembled seasons beatings, shopping brawls during the pandemic as a number of arguments and even fistfights search on board. Viral videos of the flight and uh, fight mayhem frequently had a common denominator, the federal government's mask mandate. Uh, so it may become so it may come as a little uh, as little surprise that disruptions on commercial domestic flights have plummeted by 74 percent since the Biden administration's mask mandate was overturned by a federal judge in April. Very, very interesting column. And by the way, just a reminder, Again, I'm so thankful for uh, uh, being able to sit in for uh, Dennis Prager today. Thank you, Alan. Uh, thank you, Alan. I really do appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, Sean McConnell in my ear. Thank you, Gabe, that's got my back. you got Suzette that is answering the phones. By the way, if you want to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. And I just got this text alert uh, from Prager U. All donations that are made today will be triple matched. Uh, so you can help Prager you reach more people and change more minds. All of these woke kids that are being brainwashed in these colleges and universities, have them watch a Prager U video or two or three. I guarantee you once they'll start going down a rabbit hole. And uh, before you know it, they will be unbrainwashed. They will be informed. They will start thinking critically again. So uh, make sure you support and watch Prager U. Share Prager U videos. They are doing amazing work uh, at Prager U. Also, uh, don't forget DennisPrager.com for his weekly columns. They come out on Tuesday. PragerTopia.com. Uh, you can subscribe to listen to all of the podcasts without the commercials. And also, guys, please subscribe to my podcast, the Carl Jackson Show dot com, Salem Podcast Network dot com, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on social media. I really would love to build up uh, my Instagram account. Also, uh, YouTube and Rumble, the Carl Jackson Show. Like, review, share. That'll really help us out. Move up the ratings, uh, if you will. Okay, so we know that we have a lot to contend with when it comes to the 2024 election. And again, I love Trump. I love DeSantis too. It doesn't matter if we don't fight the way the Democrats have fought. There is a deep state. You have the FBI working in conjunction with big tech woke leftists to shape the way that people vote and to shape free speech in America. This is absolutely huge. You had, I think, six or seven percent of voters uh, that voted for Joe Biden in 2020 that said that were polled to say that had they known about the Hunter Biden laptop story, they would have never pulled the plug or pulled the lever, if you will, uh, for Joe Biden. This stuff is very, very important, very crucial. I want to get to the border issue. I want to get to what Governor Ron DeSantis is doing as far as vaccine injury is concerned and what states can do. And again, this isn't a Trump versus DeSantis argument. Guys, every time you hear DeSantis's name or Trump's name, can we stop being so foolish as to always make it a Trump-DeSantis debate? 
I'm just talking about what the man is doing for states' rights. Other, uh, some there are some great governors out there, out there too, that are doing great things for their state. Christy Nome is doing some great things. I forget the gentleman that's in. I believe North Dakota. He's the one that actually banned TikTok first in his state. He did it a couple of years ago. Um, and Christy Nome is actually following suit, and more states have followed suit, and I hope more will, including Florida. I understand some of you that are concerned about free uh, free speech and the slippery slope. Uh, the Constitution in America is pretty much gone. We're in a post-constitutional society, and uh, we've got to keep fighting the fights that we know are a threat. Those of us that are constitutional restorationists, those of us that proclaim to be Republicans and conservatives, People of faith, we got to keep fighting the good fight. There's no doubt about it. But, oh, my. Thank you, North Dakota uh, Governor Doug Burgum. Thank you, Sean. Uh, But he was actually the first over two now two and a half years ago to ban TikTok. Uh, So some are finally starting to follow suit. And thank God they are. I think it is a wise move. That is a Chinese tool to dumb us down and figure out who we are so they can figure out the best ways to attack us. All right. I want to go to some callers that have been holding for quite some time real quick before I move on. Uh, Oh, man, one of the callers disappeared. I'm so sorry. Let's go to Marion in Pittsburgh uh, or in Pittston, Pennsylvania. Marion, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Hi, Carl. Yes, it's from Pittston. Uh, it's near Scranton, but that's not the point. I'm going to tell you something. As soon as I heard you say Seth Rich, I never called national radio shows. I was right on the line because wow. I just said to my husband last night, and I've said it many times, why don't we ever hear anything about Seth Rich? And you were the first one I've heard in six years bring it up on national radio. Okay. Now, here's my point. Go back to Fox News, Rod Wheeler, the private investigator. He appeared on there very enthusiastic. He had all this information about Seth Rich. A couple days later, he comes back looking like he's terrified, recanting everything. Mm. Immediately, I thought, there's something more to this. And he's scared, and he's been told to go back on there. And that really upset me. And I've been, here's the thing about Seth Rich, too. My picture of him is sitting wrapped in an American flag on a lawn chair. He was a patriot first, I believe, and a Democrat second. And I am a patriot first, and I was once a Democrat, got out of there after Obama. He turned me way off on that party and switched to Trump, and I'm still with Trump. So I want to thank you for bringing up Seth Rich. Uh, you're, 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 you're absolutely, you're absolutely welcome. And, I, and I'm so thankful uh, that you're out there. And uh, listen, I mean, you fight for your candidate, you fight for Donald Trump. I, I, I don't like all of the infighting. I don't like all of the, all of the divisiveness. I think we play into the left's hands. I think Donald Trump was a great president, but I think you, you're right. I, I, I think the Seth Rich story, it encompasses, uh, it encompasses a larger story. And that is the problem that we have with the deep state and covering stuff up. We know now, I mean, I, I, I didn't even go through, I, I think I went through maybe a third of the offenses, uh, that the, or cover-ups and, 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 uh, mishaps, if you will, or the corruption of the FBI. I didn't even go through all of them. We just don't have time to do it. I could literally spend a three-hour show on this alone, hat tip to the, the Federalists. Uh, but it's insane. Oh, but listen, I, I, agree. I, uh, Can I say one listen, more thing, Mary, though? Yeah, go ahead real quickly. Okay, Trump DeSantis, I, I saw from the very beginning, just like Lincoln said, divide the House. They're trying to divide the Republican Party, these outside things, by pitting one against the other. It doesn't need to be. And honestly, maybe somebody could tell me, why can't Trump and DeSantis run together? I don't understand that. DeSantis as a VP, 
and Trump, it would be unbeatable and it would unite the Republicans. All right. Listen, thank you. I appreciate it, Marion. I don't want them to run together personally. I'd rather DeSantis stay the governor of, of, of Florida. That's my personal take. Also, I believe, if I recall correctly, they lose out on the electoral votes in Florida if they're both in Florida. Uh, so we definitely can't afford that, given the fact that uh, Democrats have about a 238 electoral college advantage before we even get started. We'll be back. Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776, or 1-877-243-7776. Man, I see Brent dropped off. Brent, if you're out there, call back in. We'll get you up as soon as possible. Just real quick, Todd and Julie Crisley will start prison sentences in January. Carl, why do you even care about this story? This is just a headline. Let me tell you why I care about this story. I'll be probably the first and only person to say this, and you may hate me for saying this. I don't think they should spend a day in prison. Uh, now I know the FBI and, and the IRS are going to come after me for uh, for saying this. Listen, if they can afford to pay back whatever it was that they didn't pay, I, 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 I'm so morally torn on this issue, and I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. And I I don't want to take calls on this or any of that stuff. I just I saw this pop up and I just feel like it needs to be said. We have a behemoth in Washington, D.C. We have this federal bureaucracy. Again, my argument today has been we are no longer a government of, for and by the people. Uh, We're now a government that's of, for and by these institutions. That run our country. We have an administrative state. We live in a post-constitutional America. Now, we're $31 trillion in debt. We have senators, some that happen to be Republicans that don't get it, that are literally fighting to pass an omnibus bill before our own House Republicans take over on January 3rd. $31 trillion in debt. They want to pass another $1.7 trillion, I believe it is, in a lame duck session. And these people are going to jail for tax evasion, apparently. Uh, Let them pay their taxes and let them go home. Meanwhile, we have all of these corrupt politicians in Washington, D.C. spending our money and we can't do a damn thing about it. We live in a backwards society. I'm sorry. I, I I know there should be some type of punishment sending these people away for years. It isn't about them being the Chrisleys. It's about what these corrupt politicians get away with. Sam Bankman Freed. Sam Bankman Freed. This guy gives almost $40 million to Democrats and some estimate. I think Elon Musk has come out and said, if I recall correctly, it's probably closer to a billion dollars in contributions to the Democratic apparatus, if you will. Now, he gave a little bit of money to Republicans. Very small amount. Nonetheless, he did. But this is all cash. He's stealing people's money. A big Ponzi scheme. All cash. And he's. Siphoning it back out to the Democrat Party. We have no idea who took what. You think that was by accident? And we're going to send these people to prison for years? Everybody that took money from Sam Bankman Freed that we that is known should return it. And I guarantee you they took more. 
That was a Ponzi scheme that the Democrat Party was benefiting from. And they know it, and everyone knows it. That's why they just conveniently arrest him before he sits in front of the Congress. Because they don't want him to talk. I'm just so sick of the bureaucratic state. We're going to get into why borders matter. We're going to get into DeSantis and this vaccine injury. Uh, but I have some callers that have been waiting that have been waiting quite some time. I just want to get to them real quickly. And Charles, Mike, Don, Andrew, I see you out there. But let's go to uh, let's go to Don and uh, and what is it? Willis or Wilts? Willits, Cal- Willits, California. I've never even heard of that. Don, welcome. OK, welcome back to the, or welcome back to welcome to the Dennis Prager show. This is your guest host, Carl Jackson. You got the mic. Hey, Carl, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I love it. Every time you sit in uh, yeah, Willis, California, I'm, I'm originally from L.A., but Willis is way up in Podunk, Northern California. So got married okay. last year. That's why I'm here. Anyway, um, hey, I know you've been you said earlier in the show today that you really thought that it was the Republican Party that was the last bastion, you know, pretty much between, um, you know, this nation just going down the toilet. (laughs) But I also believe I've heard you speak before, and I really want to reiterate, because Dennis says that he really believes that it's Judeo-Christian values that are going to do that. And I really do believe that, too, combined, of course, with the Republican Party. And as, you know, unfortunately, there's too many pastors I'm a Christian, born again, so I've heard you speak on this, how Christians need to get up, fight, stand up. You made an ad for a super spreader. I'm one of those super spreaders. I went to 10 Sean Foyt concerts, heard him on Dennis yesterday, you know, D.C., you know, you know, thousands of people arm in arm, you know, you know, uh, at the Capitol and California, the capital of D.C., uh, you know, been to a bunch of concerts, you know, because unfortunately too many Christian pastors have just like drank the Coca-Cola, as I call it. <laughs> and yes. I think that, you know, if, if, if more people start waking up in their faith, and not just Christians, because most Jews and most Muslims don't agree with, you know, the chaos that's going on with the mutilation of our children, or, you know, are you a boy or a girl? Or, sure, you know, there's sure. a whole host of things that they don't agree with, but Christians are always the fall guy. Right. You know, we're the ones who are always, you know, they don't believe in abortion, these other religions. But, you know, Christians, we're the ones who are always on the chopping block every time it comes up, you know, go to the guillotine. So I just think that we need to really reiterate that it's, you know, the Judeo-Christian values that are really going to save this nation, because most of those people, I think most when most religious people start to wake up to what's going on, they're going to switch to the Republican Party, (laughs) you know, and or at least find out. Go ahead. Let, let, let me respond. And I, I appreciate you saying that. And I want to be I want to be absolutely clear. It's one of the things that uh, I, I admire Dennis Prager uh, about whenever he says something, you never guess. You never have to guess what he thinks. And I I aim to become that good on on radio. I mean, he's he's so clear. Yeah. So let me clarify. <laughs> let me clarify here. So I do believe it's the reason why I state that I'm a Christian. I used to say conservative American that happens to be black as in. And what I mean by that is I believe I put those things in the right order. I do believe that Judeo-Christian values will save this country. What I will say about the Republican Party is I do believe that they are the vessel that we can use to save the to to help save this nation or to help restore this nation is what I've been arguing uh, arguing now. So I hope that I've made that more clear. 
trust me, I, I I am not one that that kisses the uh, the booty of the Republican Party. I have no <laughs> confidence in the Republican Party whatsoever. However, I do have confidence in the people that tend to vote for the Republican Party. And I do believe those people tend to be people of faith, people that love this country. And I believe that they will they will fight for this nation and they will use the Republican Party as the vessel to restore this country to our constitutional principles, our Judeo-Christian principles and a level of sanity. Uh, so that is my argument, Don. So I'm totally with you. I'm in total agreement. With okay, you. okay. Just making sure because I know that you uh, believe that, but you know, you you just spoke about the corruption in Washington, and unfortunately, it's infiltrated the Republican Party. You know, and all right. Don, we're just out of time. Listen, I appreciate the call. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to clarify. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson. Please follow me on social media, The Carl Jackson Show on social media. Also, subscribe to my podcast. If you would, I really would appreciate it. It'll help us move up the charts if you do. So, thecarljacksonshow.com, salempodcastnetwork.com, wherever you get your podcast is where uh, you can find me. And I uh, record along with my producer, Gabe. Uh, five days a week uh, so you can you can check us out you can listen to us daily all right or whenever you listen to your podcast absolutely cool the number to call in 1-8 prager 776 1-8 prager 776 uh, let me talk to you about angel tree and by the way just a reminder we'll be in for the officer tatum as well uh, later on uh, he is not feeling well today uh, so I'll be sitting in for the cultural juggernaut that is officer tatum so you can look forward to that as well I hope anyway all right so now we're getting down to the wire. Uh, Christmas is in just nine days, so I want to urge you to support uh, the Angel Tree campaign, campaign to bless some of the thousands of children who have a mom or dad that are in prison so they can still experience the joy of Christmas. Uh, thanks to our friends at Prison Fellowship. Angel Tree is one of the most impactful programs anywhere, and that's proven by one of our own Salem Radio Network callers uh, by the name of Tim. He phoned to say that he acted as a foster father for the daughter of a relative who was incarcerated. Tim says the holidays were always tough. But during the time he was in prison, his daughter would look forward every year to a Christmas present under the tree provided by Angel Tree Campaign. And every year while he was incarcerated, he had a gift under the tree. I can't tell you what that means for that little girl and how it made her feel to have a, just something under the tree from him expressing his feelings. Yes, we can break the cycle of pain while also making sure that children are not punished for the misdeeds of a parent in prison. That's where you come in. I'm asking you to open your heart and your wallet, and all you have to do is go to DennisPrager.com. Click on the Angel Tree banner uh, for a don donation of just $25. You can literally change the life of a child this Christmas, or for $125, you can bless five children of prisoners. Um, with a special Christmas gift, a personal note from their incarcerated mom or dad, which is very sweet and amazing, and access to a new Bible in English or Spanish. Again, Christmas is in nine days from today, so please go to DennisFrager.com or phone 888 206 
888-382-2801 to make your angel tree gift right now. And God bless you. And thank you. So appreciate it. Let me take a call real quick. And then I got to dive into what Governor DeSantis is doing and also make a case for closed borders as Title 42 is set to come to an end next week. Uh, it'll be an absolute disaster. Guys, I... It'll be an absolute disaster as if we're not already living through an absolute disaster on the border. Okay, let's take a couple of calls real quick. Let's go to Mike. Mike is in El Segundo, California. Mike, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Hi, Carl. Thank you very much for the excellent show you're doing today. Um, it would do a little bit better, though, if you talk a little bit slower. I think you're talking a bit fast for comprehension and quality. So you're doing well, but I think you could improve on that. So we don't need someone to sound like Ben Shapiro who talks so fast that, you know, it's hard. Mike, to go right ahead with your call, please. Okay, I appreciate you, thank it. You. Thank you very much. Okay, my main point is that the direction America is going in, there's patterns that show we're going to have another Holocaust of Jews, maybe blacks, other minorities. We're going to have another Holocaust, maybe Republicans and conservatives. Um, and in America here, if you look at the patterns, what Nazi Germany did leading up to the Holocaust and what the Democrat Party and the deep state and the big left media are doing in this country, the censorship, the um, adopting the Nazi program to register, ban and then confiscate firearms. If you look at the demonization and dehumanization, not only preborn babies, but also of anyone who disagrees with the deep state and the Democrat Party, California, on Proposition 1, abortion. Up in unrestricted abortion up until birth, two-thirds of the voters in California, so over 7 million voters, voted to kill preborn babies right up until birth. We have a real problem with the dehumanization and devaluation of life, of human life. We have um, the money, the currency, um, destroying the value of the currency, the Weimar Republic, which led to the Nazi dictatorship in Germany, the socialist dictatorship. We have that going on here, not quite as extreme yet, but that process is in place. You look everywhere, the destruction of property rights, um, rent control, and in many other ways, destroying property rights. It's not just a generic um, intangible freedom. No, we're you make great points. Mike, listen, we're, we're, just, we're just running out of time. I appreciate the call. Slow it down for you. All right. Thank you, Mike. Good call. We'll be back. All right. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the great and the wise Dennis Prager. Uh, I'm going to take a call real quick, simply because it ties into what I want to talk about. Uh, But I'm going to ask you to make it quick, if you will, Andrew, uh, that's in Painesville, Ohio. Andrew, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Uh, Thank you, Carl. Uh, Thank you, Carl. My question is, of the 435 congresspeople in office today and the 100 senators in office today, how many of those people have or had investments in Pfizer and or Moderna? Can you help me with that, please? Mike, listen, I appreciate the call. It's a question that stumps me. But it's a question that I'd like to know the answer to as well. I I wish I could give you an answer on that. I feel like I've read something on that, but I I, I just can't be for certain. But I I really I really do wonder. I wonder. I, I mean, again, I think it's very important for us to be skeptical of big government. I think it's very important for us to be skeptical of Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, anyone that is in power. 
Um, I think it's very important for us to question authority uh, when it comes to yeah, dealing with our, our civil rights. OK, so let me let me break this down real quick. Uh, Andrew, and again, it's a good call. I wish I had a better answer for you. I simply don't. But I think it's a fabulous question because I think it's one that needs to be dealt with. I, I really like to know, despite the fact that the vaccines have overwhelmingly uh, been uh, ineffective, except perhaps for elderly people, why they keep pushing this stuff. I think part of it is just a narrative. They can't give up the narrative because they will look like the frauds that they actually are. Hat tip to uh, Daniel Horowitz from Conservative Review, also with The Blaze. Uh, he wrote a column, Horowitz, uh, or will other GOP governors follow DeSantis's lead on vaccine entry? Uh, so, uh, again, like TikTok, a lot of people might question, OK, uh, listen, uh, this government power, government overreach, what is DeSantis doing? Uh, guys, we're going to have to get used. This isn't an area that Republicans and conservatives and our constitutional restorationists are used to. We're going to have to get used to using the power of government in order to restrain the federal government. What Ron DeSantis is doing is type, uh, tapping into a uh, way in which he can use our states. I live in the state of Florida. So our 10th Amendment rights to in order to try to corner these vaccine, uh, these vaccine makers. Now, obviously, you see government going after major corporations. Uh, that is a scary thing. You don't want to see that repeated. Guys, we live in a post-constitutional America where we have corporations in bed with big government order to dissolve our civil liberties that's where we're at and republicans better recognize this quick fast and in a hurry i'm sorry i don't look at some of these major corporations as corporations anymore i look at the fbi and the doj as the law enforcement arm of the dnc i look at many corporations in the same way as a as an arm of the dnc of the left and Carl, we need to follow the con- what constitution, what constitution? I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry to be the one to break it to you. We are trying to restore the constitution. That's why you listen to shows like Tennis Prager. That's why you subscribe to Prager. You, we're trying to restore. We're trying to restore this nation's Judeo-Christian values, the the love for patriotism, the love for the constitution, because it's gone. And Republicans and conservatives still act and try to pretend as if it exists. Amer- Let me just. All right. There you may. You're going to make me say it. America, as we know it, is done. It's done. Nobody wants to say it. I'm saying it. It's done. The only way that we can restore it is to play the same game. Nobody wants to hear it. I understand. We're good people. The only way we're going to restore this nation is to play the game that the left is playing. Do you get it yet? It it, it drives me nuts. I'm sorry. This is why we lost. I, I, I know we won the House, but this is why we lost in 2022. Republicans still don't get it. Hat tip Ron DeSantis. Despite losing the Senate and narrowly winning the House, this is what he's doing. This is actually brilliant, in my opinion. They have the power, according to uh, 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 Daniel Horowitz. They have the power not only to decline to promote the MRNA, the, the, the House majority, 
but to hold the federal government accountable and push back against the actors inside and outside the government that are responsible for the issue of our time, he says, the ultimate pro-life cause, investigating, died suddenly. Here's where Ron DeSantis takes it up at the state level. And this is what other governors, red state governors, should consider. Ron DeSantis is the first governor to announce he is holding Big Pharma accountable for vaccine injury and is inviting other states to join him. So here's the open door for red state governors to be able to fight back using 10th Amendment power. When federal legislation in Congress, here's what they did. They exempted vaccine manufacturers. So you can't sue, right? You can't sue. Here's the open door that Ron DeSantis is trying to enter. You can't sue the vaccine manufacturers from liability for negligence. However, however, this is very, very, uh, 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 very, very important. They did not absolve these companies of the responsibility for fraud or the or willful misconduct. So states can go after these companies based on fraud or willful misconduct. So most Americans, especially younger people, according to uh, uh, according to uh, uh, Daniel Horowitz, uh, they did not get the shots by February 2021. Yet Pfizer already knew about an insane degree of injury that was already shown to have existed in a 38-page document. They lied to us. They deceived us. And this is the angle that DeSantis is trying to go through or get to. We'll be back. There's a choir outside of my house singing Silent Night. For any little thing that's gone wrong, Christmas makes it right. The children are singing Christmas carols and everybody's holding hands. We've got that Christmassy feeling again. Singing hey, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. Listen, Carlos, I appreciate you be, uh, calling in. I've got to finish up this material, so I want to say thank you to Bill uh, that's in, uh, uh, in La Canada, California. He says you don't have to be a... La Kenyatta, thank you. Uh, you don't have to be a Jew or Christian to oppose abortion. You're absolutely right. Uh, Tim, uh, Gasell, Arkansas, they changed the definition of vaccine to keep the shot covered. Thank you. Appreciate that, Tim. Appreciate you guys being out there. But let me just cover this real quick. Do you think we still live in the same America uh, when they can kick a president, sitting president of the United States off of a free speech platform, when they can kick a duly elected or the deep state can go after a duly elected president, when you can have a president that's currently, uh, I say, president select Biden sitting in the White House where the deep state hid the information of his crackhead corrupt son, where they were literally embezzling money laundering all this corruption. You think we still live in the United States? You think we still live in the same United States of America when it's not no longer voting? Voting is no longer about candidate quality, but it's about ballots. I'm sorry. I'm here to tell you we have a nation as as Larry Elder would say, we have a country to save. I would say we have a country to restore at this point. We have a country to restore. So the 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 avenue that Ron DeSantis is going down is, okay, listen, these these manufacturing companies, um, 
they were exempted from liability issues, from negligence. But what about when they lie? What about when there's willful misconduct? There was a report that came out called the 5.3.6 Cumulative Analysis of Post-Authorization of Adverse Eventing uh, Reports. And did you know before they even got the exemption from Congress, they knew for damn sure already uh, that for months over 1,000 categories, not 1,000 adverse events, 1,000 categories of maladies listed in, uh, in, in the back eight pages of, the, uh, of this analysis. They knew that the vaccines caused significant injury before they got the exemption. Do you understand? So this is where Ron DeSantis and every GOP governor in the United States of America should take this fight to these vaccine corporations that have doing nothing but destroying this country and lining the pockets of Democrats and corrupt politicians. That's the fight. I didn't even get to Title 42. Good Lord. Um, I'm going to be I'm going to be condemned for the officer Tatum. I'm going to deal with this uh, this issue on Title 42 and matter. So please make sure you tune in to the officer Tatum show uh, today. Thank you, Dennis Prager. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, Alan. Uh, Alan Estrin. Thank you, Sean McConnell. Thank you, Gabe. That's got my back here. Thank you, Suzette. I really appreciate the opportunity to sit in once again for the great and the wise Dennis Prager. Really do appreciate it. And I can't wait to get to the issue of the borders tonight on the Officer Tatum show. But just to go over, uh, just to just to share a bit more information, uh, these people knew, these vaccine companies knew. I've got numbers in front of me of adverse effects they already knew of. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free every single day, become a member of Pragertopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at Pragertopia.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.